I'm Leela Ree. And I'm Nick B. Listen, we're just two single girls from the City of Roses discussing all things love, lust, and perception. And roses are a symbol of all things beautiful about love. But as you know, love can get a little dirty. So we're here to talk about it. Dirty Roses Podcast starts now. Hey, I'm Leela Ree. And I'm Nick B. And welcome to Dirty Roses Podcast. Now, we have expressed during our recap episode yeah. that we were going to pull one of our producers from behind the camera from behind the scenes behind the scenes and i cannot wait for this episode i don't think he's ready for what's about to happen they usually never are oh. i mean we said we we're going to talk about podcasting but we might not we might talk about everything else under the sun go ahead and introduce yourself i'm the thorn city podcast guy name that's my name. I'm Thorn City Podcast guy now. <laughs> you didn't get my other man. You got to fill that That's out. That's it. So going forward in our show today, you would like to be referred to as the? Thorn City Podcast guy. Guess the whole thing, like a pimp named Slick Bat. I don't know what, I didn't know what the first, middle, or last name was here. So is the first name the? The. It's one name. Okay. Thorn City. The Thorn City Podcast guy. There you go. Got it. You got it? All right. I'm with it. TV. Now, if you happen to actually accidentally call my name, it's all good. Okay. You won't respond, so they'll never know. Who Has anyone ever accidentally called out your name? Accidentally? Mm-hmm. No. No. So it's, it's intentional. always intentional when they yell your name. How does it sound when they say it? What do you mean, how does it sound? It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this episode is really going to be our humor episode. Um, I'm excited. I am. But... We do want to actually talk about podcasting for a little bit since this is what we do and we have now three seasons in. Season. I'm excited. Yes. Oh, so I was going to stop saying you did say, but on the topic of being excited and talking about podcasts, I'm actually really excited that we are talking to you about this because Lee Larie and I, we have now been doing this for here is our third season and yes. we often have folks inbox us, um, message us privately, uh, just reach out to us in general talking mm-hmm. about our journey of podcasting, how we got into it, what all is involved in it. Um, So we're glad that you're here because maybe we can address some questions that folks have when it comes to starting to do podcasts Mm. and how to really go about doing it. So So let's pose some of the questions that we've gotten. So one of the questions that I have gotten is, how do you start a podcast? How do you start? How do you start? Well, you have to come up with your... Your topic of conversation what are you going to talk about why are you doing it mm-hmm. you know and that's the first question you want to ask yourself is why are you doing it and okay. what do you want out of it so if someone comes up to you and they say oh i can just talk about anything well i mean technically you can't anybody can start a podcast you can do it on your phone if you want to okay. but guys... but is that what you're looking for when you're looking for someone to have something to talk about doesn't sound very focused when you say I can talk about anything. You can, but the the object is to what they call a niche. You want to niche it down as close as far as possible as you can, because then you can really hone in on your your specific audience that you're trying to trying to get your message out to. So then, if a new client comes to you and they're looking for a production team to really get them going, they haven't honed in on anything. How do you help? Uh, direct your clients to get to their niche? Well, I would ask them a series of questions and basically starting with what do you do and um, what are you trying to do, really? You know, what's your reason for starting a podcast? Some people really just want to start it because they just want to talk about whatever under the sun, but we specifically um, prefer to do it for marketing and advertising purposes for businesses. 
So for somebody like us, who we don't have products that we sell per se, mm-hmm. we're not doing it because we want to talk, but we just have topics that are of interest. Points. Yeah, yeah, we have talking points. It, does that work for a lot of people? Does Do you recommend it because we're not marketing? You're thing. not marketing. So it does make it a little bit tougher, Okay, but it's not impossible. You know, as long as you, like I said, you have your, you know why you want to do it and you're doing it for a good reason. Gotcha. What has been the worst topic, not necessarily anybody that's actively doing a podcast with you all right now, but over your years of experience, what has been the worst topic that has come to your studio? The worst topic? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any worst topics. I don't think there's any bad topics. Are there honestly. any topics that get fewer viewerships than others? Mm. I'm sure there is, but I don't know off the top of my head. What has been your favorite topic that you've heard so far in your years of experience? My favorite topic, I would say. <laughs> um, for the purpose of this episode, I will tell you, one of my favorite episodes was the one that I related to the most was your boy Alex Green. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about that because that's. Are you guys going to get into some personal questions? I'm sure you are. Yeah, <laughs> we're itching. We're itching. Let's talk about it because actually, and I'm glad you brought that up. That was one of our most um, quoted, it, talked about, mm-hmm. sung about. Uh, Here we can show. <laughs> yes, that was one of our highest played episodes. It was up there, and it was really a lot of fun for us. To it shoot. was. It was a lot of fun for him to be on the show. We loved it so. What was it that was the most relatable in all of our episodes for you? In that all of what was that, that, episode? that episode? Yeah, why yeah. did you relate? Well, he he touched on a, I can't I can't tell you any specifics, but he touched on a, a few different topics that um, in his dating journey that I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. So the non-committed yeah, but committed thing. Non-committed but committed. Yes. So are you I someone totally that also that. gets off of vibes? And I definitely go off of vibes okay. and energy for sure. Vibes and energy. Yeah. So what? If a girl's with you and she gets cracked. Cracked. Yeah. Uh, well. Is she off limits from that point on? She's off limits from that point on. I would have to agree. Nobody likes getting cracked. Nobody wants to get. No, nobody, nobody wants their girl, girl to get cracked. That's no, I can't. Because they're just they're, they're, but they're just friends. Yeah. yeah. But that just lets you know where you're at. And so um, she other obviously has other interests, so you might as well let her mm-hmm. pursue those other interests. If you got cracked while trying to pursue her, would that let you know that you are not that interested in her, that you have other interests? Yes, it would. So it's like yes, because okay. if I got yes, cracked, that means I was right. Not, yeah. Right. So if so you're I'm you're totally you're kind it. of like seeing someone and then Shoddy at the bar cracks it open for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that term works. <laughs> cracks it for a real one. <laughs> Yeah, you're no longer interested in the girl you were dating because you got cracked. Oh, that's what I'm thinking happened. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like getting to a bunch of committed relationships. But if I'm dating a somebody, maybe one, then I'm probably gonna just date the one person. You know, even if it's not committed, I don't like to be out chasing. What's been your longest committed relationship? Mm-hmm. Mm, I would say three years. Okay, that's pretty good. Three Why? years. Yep. Why did it end? Why did it end? Yeah. Um, some stuff cracked. happened. She got cracked? No, it was okay. uh, the other way around. He was out cracking, weren't you? No, cracking it. You was in the cracking. Cracking it for a real we'll say she's been deported out of the country. What? <laughs> 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 Beyonce, you were on that show? 
<laughs> Will they no. find out you were? No, she was here. Did you but find she got website? she got in some trouble. No, I thought no. She got in some trouble. She got in some trouble. Got sent home. She ended up going to jail, and then when she got out of jail, they deported her. So you like a little rough oh, neck. She got in. He trouble. likes a what the, what the guys call them exotic. Exotic. <laughs> what kind of? There's there's levels of exotic there though. Is. She's she like, from South America. From Thailand? Thailand? Oh, so I think I know. <laughs> You're going to get canceled. No. <laughs> oh, hello. I said, hello. Thank you very much. Okay. I was in Thailand. They thought I was Thai. Okay. <laughs> I was just. You can pass. Do you find Lee attractive? Because <laughs> that's. But <laughs> wait, if you can pass and, he's, and you're his type, I want. Listen, you, you get off my shoulder. game? It might be. She's a uh, customer. I, um, so you don't date your clients? I don't date clients. Ever? ever? You ever crossed the line before? You don't shit where you eat? Uh-uh. It's good. <laughs> it's not like you Don't do it. We did um, have an episode where we talked about feces during sex. I don't want to talk about what? feces. Oh, yeah, let's not do that. We did. I don't remember that one. Uh, yeah, it was just... I'll pass uh, on that. Yeah, we all... During sex. How's that? Somebody does that yeah. on, intentionally. Intentionally? Yeah, yeah. like there are some people that... Do you that not like listen it? to our show while we record? No, not while you record, I don't. Do you not listen to the show after it, players? I haven't listened to all of them. Uh, we can tell. <laughs> we know. We know. This was last season now. Hold on. No, um, but, I mean, without diving too much into that, because it's, it's just gross. weird to yeah. me. But I do know that there are some people that enjoy having that done t- while they're in the act. Mm. It's it's a whole lifestyle that I can't tap into, so I don't even want to. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of lifestyles. Yeah. Naeem did take, I mean, sorry, the Thorn City podcast The guy. Thorn City podcast guy. Took the BDSM test. Yeah, he did. That he did. I was we, pretty plain. It was. He was very vanilla. It but was did, like, did it surprise you, though? I mean. No, it didn't surprise me because I was like, that's like a lot of craziness. Yeah, that was a level of craziness. So you have to be what would be something that is a happy medium between that extreme and being completely vanilla? What What is your, what is your, what's your freak or kink? Mm. I like, I don't know if I have a Frank or kink, but I have my, you my like, stuff I like. Like? Just stuff. Like? <laughs> I can't share all my secrets. <laughs> now, I do recall that before we started recording, we said, don't be giving us no vague answers at Simple Show. But when you say, okay, so you don't want to tell our secrets, but what's something I'm pretty sure you can share? Tell us about your shirt you got on right now, because you just started your own oh, show, yes. right? I did. That's my, that's my Thor City podcast guy. And so, and so did you design that? I've always wondered, because that's all the cartoon face. Cool yeah, cool yeah, I just that's actually a picture of me in the studio, and I have this hat on. And these glasses, and then I stuck it into a program, and that's what it. it shot okay, because I was like, was that you in the studio like thirty years ago? Because it's no. like a little kid. It, it does. Where you in the animation? Oh, yeah, okay, gotcha. And so this is my cover, and so my latest thing I'm finna launch is um, it's called a T-shirt of the month club. Oh. So I'm gonna be trying to find some people to support me and my show. So, well, listen. $25 for a shirt. Okay. And you pay monthly. It's a recurring charge. And nice. I send a new shirt to your door every month. So this will be the first one. Okay, so you'll design it. will be the first shirt. one. Yeah, it'll be... That's dope. The Thorn City podcast guy, the picture. Then I have the Thorn City syndicate, the signature okay. um, design. And I have the TCPG, the initials of Thorn City podcast guy. So, and I have the GMP. Okay, so question, because I feel like you have a lot of arms to the businesses that you do. So you have the Thorn City Podcast guy, which is now you have your own podcast. The That's the no podcast. Yep. 
you have Thorn City Syndicate. Syndicate. Thorn City Syndicate Management. Oh, so is it Syndicate and Syndicate Management, or is that? Thorn City Syndicate. Okay, is the management management company. company. And what do you manage with that? I started with artist management, okay. um, and that's how I kind of got into the business and how I met Justin, my business okay. partner now. Our other producer. Hey, Justin. Yeah. What up, <laughs> Justin? So I basically helped my my best friend now. I don't know if you know Roy. Um, but He, he was on your show, right? The first episode. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So basically growing up, you know, he was into music, and then he stopped doing music, and he got hooked on pills and alcohol. Okay. Um, and so that was my way. I wanted some music from him. Mm-hmm. So I decided to pay for my own album. Said so let's let's get into the studio and do a few songs. And, Did you, know. you rap or sing? No, I didn't rap. Oh, produced. you just produced. Okay, like producer, gotcha. Yeah. Can you rap? No, I wish. You don't want to drop any bars? You should no, totally you got do it. Bars. bars. <laughs> I mean, we can make a beat for you. We've been making beats all day. You know what I'm saying? Nope. And so yeah, that's how the management company started. I started okay. managing him, and we did some. We did a few shows. We traveled and did some shows. We went mm-hmm. to Miami. We went to Houston. Uh, we did some shows around here. Then I needed a music video. And then I went to somebody that he had done business with back in the day. His name is Mike Harrison. Okay, I know that. Um, and he introduced me. You know, he's, that's who I got my first pager from back in the day. He used to have Complus. Yes. So pagers. That's the very first pager I what got. What color was it? Because I know it was a. Color. It was like the teal color. Mine I was. had a teal one too. My first one was clear, but I got it from a friend who uh-huh. never who didn't want it anymore because like pagers were going out and the Nokia yeah. cell phones were coming in. <laughs> so I had a pager and a Nokia cell phone. Okay, privilege. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I had two jobs. I paid for it. <laughs> I had one job and didn't pay for nothing. I paid to go on a trip. I don't pay for trips. <laughs> you don't. You do in other ways. Okay, so back to... Uh... <laughs> so, yeah. I needed a video, and so I went to him, and he introduced me to Justin. Okay. And um, we did a couple of videos for the song. The first one was just me, Justin, and him. We kind of just showed up at what they call it running gun. Mm-hmm. video we just showed up with our camera in different locations and shot a video but <clears throat> me and justin wanted to do a real video mm-hmm. and so he actually took the song and wrote a script mm-hmm. and then we looked for someone to create um an animatic uh animatic um storyboard okay. uh, we found these guys called the panda brothers okay and so we did the video we entered the video into some film festivals we won a couple awards nice. um we traveled and to some film festivals. We went to New York um, Hip Hop Film Festival. That's dope. Went to a film festival in Missouri. Do you get awards at all festivals? Is that the point of the festival to be acknowledged and awarded, or do you go just to network? Well, I mean, you can, but you don't, we only went because um, we were actually, they showed our video in the festival. So you don't necessarily have to win. If they accept uh... you to get, you know, if you get accepted, then they show your video at the festival. So you apply? You they apply, yep. They were by. Accept or deny. Yep. And you are accepted. We were accepted. That's amazing. Yeah. And these were as first-time entries? First-time entries, Wow. Yeah. Yep. What kind of videos have to go? Is it, like, just music videos, or is it all kinds of things? Because I know, like, the cons, you know, festivals were... Yeah, and, and there weren't none of the these. super huge um, okay. film festivals, but, you know, it's a lot of festivals, and it's mm-hmm. still the thousands and hundreds, sometimes hundreds of thousands of entries into That's those cool. festivals, so to be able to get selected mm-hmm. right. and then... And this is like videos, but to win the category we did was music videos. Oh, okay. specific, yeah. also they have different categories. They have different, different categories. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do they have like podcast video? Yeah. Do they do podcasts? Uh, I don't know if they have podcasts. Oh, 
Oh, thank you. Oh, he wants to show. So. <laughs> the one time that he's allowed to interrupt our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so hold this for a second, just so that we can make sure um, Justin, who's our other producer, um, part of our team here, he's uh, right now capturing all this. I want to make sure he has a chance to zoom in. I don't think he zooms in. He's going to make sure that he switches the camera to that one. Okay, well, yeah. I think by now he's got it. He's got it. All right. You're going to move it away. It's going to be a now zooming of your titties. Yeah, that's an amazing award. That's dope. And so um, from getting that award, like what doors did that unlock for you guys? Well, specifically this door that we're in here at the podcast studio. Okay. Tell us uh, your story about how you got here into doing this in this studio, this location. So, yeah, that kind of led into, um, and so we're doing the music. Um, like I said, we did the video, we won the awards, and then COVID hit mm. and shut everything down. Okay. Um, and so at the point we were doing shows and we were doing something downtown at Jack London, Jack London mm. on Sunday nights. Um, and then we had other shows we did, um, but all that kind of stopped, you know, so we couldn't do it. And um, Justin called me one day. He was roommates with Tim James, the Healthy Hero Show. Okay. Um, they were roommates. Tim sells health products and health coaching services, and his business mm -hmm. wasn't doing so good. Mm -hmm. So Justin talked him into doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and so he called me one day, and it's like, he's doing this with Tim. He's like, man, we should really get into podcasting. And we we did we did something with podcasting also fresh, um, but it was we didn't really like do it how we're doing it now. So we knew a little bit about it. And so my first thing was we should probably look for a space. Mm. And so I found this place on Burnside, twenty four oh six East Burnside Street. Mm -hmm. If you need so podcast, check up on them. Check on them. <laughs> come out at us. Yeah. <laughs> so, they, so yeah, that's how we got into podcasting. And so you didn't ever have any experience with podcasting prior to COVID. Prior to COVID, um, we we knew we production wise, um, okay. also fresh, um, they do the hype podcast. Um, mm -hmm. We did some filming for them of their podcast, but we didn't actually do anything besides set up the cameras and you know they did everything. Gotcha. So it was more of a production. Gotcha. Yeah, that's dope. And then, so you you and Justin then met through somebody, and then you guys just kind of became good partners. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, what are your roles, both of you guys here at? this group so justin does the product all the production stuff so basically he's shooting us right now so right. what he's gonna do he shoot us he'll edit it together mm -hmm. and then he'll send it to me okay and then i'll put together all the the social media graphics for it um gotcha. and load it up to be distributed to all the different platforms gotcha so he's more of the technical guy and you're like the marketing guy i'm more of the social media guy yeah and like when people come to us i get the covers created gotcha so like the, so if you guys are to come into the studio, you would see that they're on the walls. They've got like these covers for all the different podcasts that have recorded here. And, and we're up there a couple of times. We're kind of because we're fancy. We're cute. <laughs> but are there ever do you guys do you have goals of like you being able to run the equipment, too? Or is it like you guys are very stick stuck in what you know? The goal for me is to be able to come into here and it's other people working. Gotcha. Are you guys hiring then? So on the side that, mm -hmm. you know, of course, we can always get clients in here to mm -hmm. to be in front of the camera. Right. Are you looking for people to be behind the camera to help with the production end of things? So that's our next step is to um, get enough capital mm -hmm. to be able to hire people and pay them what they deserve to be paid. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Right now we're overworked and underpaid. Yeah. Yep. We're doing, it's two of us mm -hmm. and we're doing the jobs of probably like 10 people. Right. You know. And so that that's my goal is to have it a 
full functioning operating business to where I come in the door, I'm just managing, you know, and nice. everyone else is doing what they do. And Justin can get more into doing his uh, producing uh, documentaries and, and movies and all that stuff. How do we get a documentary? Don't And don't tell me about budget because I understand we ain't got no money. <laughs> but if money wasn't the factor, what, <laughs> well, what does so it mean to get involved? Actually, in we're finishing a documentary too of my artist's third twin that I was managing. Okay. Um, so when we started, I was, the, the, the key is capturing footage. Okay. So when I started managing him, I bought a camera and I just started capturing everything we were doing. Mm. So you, the key is to have the footage. If you don't have the footage, to, you got to document How many the years process. of footage do you have to have before it can turn into a documentary? Well, it can be, really, a documentary can be what you make of it and how long it wants to be. You know, how much footage you have is going to determine how long it can okay. be, you know. So you can capture footage for a year and put mm -hmm. the documentary together. You can capture footage for a few weeks. Gotcha. And put together a documentary in okay. theory, you know. I would just think of the Kanye one where he had. Oh, I was thinking that too. That was a really good one, but they followed him around before he even before. got before it. They knew about they knew something about yeah. him was good. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was yeah. doing. You know, when I started managing him, okay. um, you know, I'm managing him, but I'm following him around, mm -hmm. um, and I have my camera, and so I'm just capturing everything we're doing. Oh wow! See, Leva yeah. and I, we've talked about um, how we need to be followed because <laughs> most of our hilariousness i would say is mm -hmm. actually off camera mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you know we'll be sitting up talking and our jokes are just like we should have said yeah. that for the show <laughs> <laughs> so really you can do a documentary on the the process of doing the dirty roses podcast mm -hmm. so like you said start following you guys around when you're doing all the mm -hmm. extra stuff before you get into the camera <laughs> so people just see what you get on the camera they don't know all the other work right behind the camera and that could be done with like a phone right like someone could just Take me down on the phone, yeah. Especially the phones these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna set up our second phones to record us while we're talking to each other on FaceTime. We are gonna like hold the right. stick out to the side. And <laughs> like, like, well, I got, like, oh, I got a selfie ring light, right? So it's gonna be off camera with one phone, and then I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, girl, what'd you think about today? Girl? How can we make it better, girl?" We like the worst scripted reality TV show ever in life. <laughs> Don't look into the camera. It's supposed to be candid, girl. <laughs> do that scene all over again. <laughs> Let's do this all. Or did I look more energy. <laughs> so, how many podcasts currently record in your studio? Currently, um, I don't know off the top of my head. We've done quite a few, and the problem is everyone. A lot of people are inconsistent. Okay. If we get more people to be like Dirty Roses, hey. you know, and come <laughs> in and and know what they want to do and just knock it out and get it done. Um, we'd be in a lot better position. I would definitely say that we're but, good at kind of planning what we mm -hmm. want to do and mm -hmm. how we want to execute it. Yep. Um, most of our shows are shot in a very short period of time. And yeah. so for us, there's a lot of pre-planning that goes in ahead mm -hmm. as to what we want things to look like, who we want our guests to be, what we want our mm -hmm. topics to be. So yeah, I would say it definitely takes a lot of um, talking about what's yeah. happening for the upcoming season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So talk about some of the podcasts that you guys have currently running or that you guys are working on because i know you guys got one new one coming out that you guys seem to be really excited about <laughs> I just, you know I, I i was excited when i first seen it so i was like this is gonna be interesting yeah yeah it will be interesting it'll be fun um it's called the pole position mm -hmm. um and it's pretty much a and it's gonna be shot a little different than their normal podcast um but it's gonna be an expose on Telling the stories of dancers and and okay. in the northwest. Does that mean that you're going to be frequent? Are you going to be in the strip clubs? 
Because I heard about you. I frequent strip clubs. I was going to say, previously. I heard about you. <laughs> I heard about you. Wait, you said previously, so not <laughs> more. Used to, be, used to be up in the corner back in the day with his little <laughs> earpiece. But that was Bluetooth. See, that would be a good I, I like to go to the strip clubs, sit in the back. Like, we all know the steaks. No, the steaks. The steak bites. Yeah. yeah, no, I kind of grew up with people who were, you know, kind of into that. And so they kind of introduced me to it. And so that's how I kind of got into it. And then my buddy owns one of the strip clubs. So Which one? He owns Spice. Oh, okay. You seem like a Spice type of dude. Spice type of dude. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, but no, I like the strip clubs, but be... that show don't have nothing to do with the strip clubs. But we're about the dance. We'll have to go out and recruit some, some um, B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> find some guests. We got to find the the hidden gems, the ones, the dancers that's actually doing entrepreneur ventures. Oh, okay. We want to tell those stories. Got you. Yeah. So it's I not just, just the the dancers who don't have goals, but the ones that are doing stuff and additionally on top of dancing. You say that part, yeah. Gotcha. I could be a recruiter. You know, I used to frequent the strip. She's trying to be recruited. Let's, let's put I'm trying to pay these bills up in here. You know, get the narrative right. She's looking for work. We trying to get some capital to pay for this podcast. Right. So it also on the topic of podcasts and just kind of yeah. different style of podcasting. Um, of course, if you'll notice this season, we have a whole different set, right. a whole different look. Um, do you have other clients that are looking for more of this sit-down, um, creative set? Or is this is this new for you guys? How has the experience been with you as a team taking on a creative set and switching up the style of your traditional podcasts? Mm, it's a lot of work. <laughs> we need those other uh, eight employees that we envision having. Yeah, because um, we definitely To really do it right. Um, but the the big vision would to have would be to own a type of um, say more like a warehouse type building. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a warehouse necessarily, but a big building where we can partition off sets with yeah. people, mm-hmm. you know, and we can have a bunch of sets in one big building. And and basically, you would come in, you would lease your spot, you know, for the month or however long you plan on doing your podcast, and then we would set it up, and you would just be set, and it wouldn't move. Mm-hmm. Would it be like so far like people could come in, press a button, it would work? Or would it also require that you guys were available to run these multiple sets? No, we would have to have a camera guy, but okay. um, we would have some more high-end cameras um, where they're controlled remotely. Okay. So they're like remote remote control cameras. Gotcha. And then all these sets will be connected to a control room. And then you can control the set cameras from the control gotcha. room. That makes sense. Yeah. Just could you a drone? You're saying you no. can sit in your office and can you imagine? Like, <laughs> you're in the room, the camera comes up. <laughs> <laughs> he sits back there with a real control. <laughs> Getting all of it in our face. <laughs> so, um, going back to your show, what is yeah, it that you do? Show. What do you talk about on your show? So, my show is the Thorn City Syndicate Spotlight Show. Mm-hmm. And I started it. Um, it's really the premise is the power of networking and forming strategic alliances. Okay. So for me, I needed to come out from behind. What would we call this episode? Uh, stepping in front of the lens. Yep. So I needed to step in front of the lens a little more. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, really bring myself out of my show a little bit. Um, gotcha. And so I can get out and network more. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the theory is to bring people in and network with them and tell their stories. Um, bring in people that can help me in my journey, what I'm trying to do. And as long as as well as the, the people who tune into the show. Would you say your personality is more of an introvert or extrovert? Uh, definitely introvert. So stepping out, has it been uh, challenging for you to step outside of your comfort zone? 
It's been a lifelong journey. <laughs> so I've been working on this. <laughs> I feel like I see a little change in you since we started working yeah. with you. Like you like, definitely uh, quiet, and then now you then you done came out. You was out a little bit popping bottles yeah. during the middle of a long <laughs> right. yeah. So we had a launch party for our very first season. We had a whole event, and in the middle of us talking, all you hear is this champagne bottle pop pop, and I look over and I was like, oh, pop a bottle. That's what they was there for, I yeah. thought. Yes, it was a perfect moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been actually really great because I mean I don't know you outside of this realm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've noticed that you'll be a little more interactive, a little more talkative. Yeah, definitely. It's when cool. I when I get to hang around with people, you know, and oh, like you for an extended period of time, I get more comfortable. And, and then to, when we interview you to get more. to know you, like, yeah, I don't know yeah. how y'all got me into this. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say we could revisit that conversation that we had about him I, and Justin's dating life, right? So, I mean, without going too far into their dating lives, because I don't want to tap into anything or not wanting to talk about. As much mm-hmm. as Justin isn't here to speak his, that's piece. the perfect time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but what I enjoyed about our very candid off-air conversation was, yeah, just getting to yeah. know people mm-hmm. and getting to know the teams that you work with, and mm-hmm. I mean, just all of us understanding each other right. better it makes for much better production mm-hmm. um just sort of knowing what each other needs and wants based on your personalities yeah mm-hmm. has there ever been an episode that we have done that you're like oh shit not there's been moments i'm like all oh, day crazy <laughs> <laughs> and i don't i can't think of any off the top of my head but it's been plenty of moments oh, of like oh, of yeah they're crazy, crazy. wow they're crazy yeah. Yeah, my mom says the same thing. I love it. <laughs> my, my mama says the same thing. She's like, God damn it, Nicole. God damn it, Nicole. I don't need to know all this about you. <laughs> yeah, our moms listen. Like, they real, do. real. They like, do. I, I knew mm-hmm. that my mom and my family was going to listen just because, you know, our families are supportive. Right. I didn't know that um, some of my family was going to be tuning in at faithfully, which I love, by right. the way. Yeah. Um, and not that I have any shame in sharing really much of anything it's just always kind of funny when i hear um you know someone who's older you know like an auntie or be like (laughs) oh my i didn't know you were steaming your (laughs) hoo-ha i didn't know you did that i can't my my mom so i will say i won't tell which story it was but i we told a story on one of our seasons now it's been two seasons so it's a lot of stories i can just hide behind but there was a story that I was that I told that actually was my story that I played it off like it wasn't my story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, I know that was you. <laughs> I know that was you. So what happened? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> better yet that um, her kids are oh. huge fans. Right. And yeah. so it's sort of like, oh, my God, I don't want my whole child yeah. listening to this episode. It, I had to be like I had to be very specific, like, hey, listen. That epi- I know y'all listen when I'm not around, but that one don't don't, don't do it. it. Please don't, don't do it. So you don't think that would make them want to do it even it more? It does, but I just I hope that. What you think they do when they uh staying over at their dad's thing? They're like, we can listen now. That would probably be dope, the worst time to listen to the show. Like, <laughs> listen to what mom did and she was y'all ain't together no more. Ever since you left home, daddy, our mama been in these streets. She even says it on the show. That's how she got the t-shirts, dad. <laughs> 
How you think she paid for it, Dad? <laughs> because 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 her co-host Nick B didn't give her that money, Dad. <laughs> That's because you pin me out when I go to DC for nice seats. I do, I do. I so funny stories. I do pimp her out when we went to Not in a sexual way, please. <laughs> I can never forget told the story once, but one time she and I we went to um, this little lounge to listen to some live music, have some drinks, just sort of right. be out, right? And we were balling on a budget. <laughs> and so we saw tickets for this event in advance and you could get general admission for $25 each. Cool. We in the building, right? In there, like we are way. in the building. So that literally just gets you in the building. The event <laughs> itself is standing room only unless you then buy seats. You got to buy two tickets? You got... Well, you could have bought the VIP seats up front, right? But they were like they were more than we wanted to spend. We we thought general admission, cool. There might be a random seat somewhere right. that we can snag. We could they sit at a bar. Literally, it had no bar stools, nothing, nothing, right? And so we we get up to this event space, and um, we realize that one, we both have on heels. Mm-hmm. We can't see for shit, so she's running into people <laughs> and literally the folks, and I'm over here trying to like play her bodyguard and block her from hitting people and apologize to the ones that she did it right and i'm also like yo my feet are hurt and we only been here for 10 minutes and we're both like this isn't gonna work let's see if we can you know still get a table right and some chairs so um they were sold out but what they did was they said for an extra 80 dollars well, before that because remember you tried to pin me out that's oh, 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 oh yeah so i tried to pimp her out first right <laughs> what i said was um, my friend's handicap. But I said it better than that. <laughs> I did. I went. Like, no, but I said it better. I said, my poor friend. She's visually impaired, <laughs> and um, she she's out of town, so she does not have her seeing eye dog. But because she cannot see, I was just wondering: is there any accommodations, anything that's ADA compliant for my poor friend? Because she. I mean, she, I, I can prove to you that she's blind. She, Lee, she watch her, observe how she's not walking straight. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, wow, well, we are sold out. But I mean, we can see if we can figure something out for you guys. The ticket, but he's like, it's still going to be $80 for a table for, for two. two. <laughs> so we're like, anything that you can do, sir. Right. But see, here's the part. When she came back and told me that she got us a table, we didn't know we had to pay at first. So she was like, I told him that you're handicapped. And I told her, I said, start limping. So I'm around the club. <laughs> she, she, owe, she over-exaggerates, right? She's absolutely doing a limp, right? And I was like, sell at least. I told him you're handicapped. And then he comes back. He's like, okay, so how do you want to pay? And I was like, oh, she never mind. Limping. When, when money limping. came, I was like, well, we don't need to limp anymore if you're going to charge us. <laughs> okay? But they put us in front of the stage. So we like, sat in the absolute front of the stage. Like, it was us and then this table, this table the that's the stage. And we're sitting by a speaker, so... We can't hear nothing but music. So now I can't hear or see. And people, it's when the show finally comes to an end, I remember this guy, he is in her face trying to holler at her, right? He's just giving her the business. <laughs> You're like, in my own little she world, can't just, just, she can't see nothing. And he's like, right here. I was like, and so he, he's like, yo, she's clearly not feeling me. So he then came and sat on my lap. <laughs> he ignores me on social media. He ignores her on social, but he be liking all my pictures. But funny story. So anyone who has listened to the show that heard about the Trap House, this is the night that you met that Trap House. I met man. Trap House man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the- he was not upstairs though. He didn't pay for those tickets. Because he was also handicapped. Because he, he right. So he, they didn't have elevators. They did not. Yeah. Oh, so he was on credit. But yeah, that's an example of how yeah. I'd be pimping her out for things that we need. I, I so lean into her disabilities. 
I tell her to limp. Um, ADA compliant prices. <laughs> we don't because we don't have, we're not ADA compliant. He said, screw you all and your disabilities. Right. Next place. <laughs> Figure it Next out. place will be. Sounds okay. good. Do you guys hope to move into a bigger place anytime soon? Well, we're here at least for the next two and a half years. Nope. Okay. So after that, that's the plan. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would suggest a place that has either all one level or an elevator. We I talked about having some different guests. Yeah. Absolutely just can't do stairs. I mean, yeah. Darn it. We'd love to have this guest on, but they don't have a way absolutely. to get up the stairs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. In, yeah. yeah. So what are all the capabilities that you guys can do? So you guys do podcasts in the studio. You obviously do documentaries. You do some We can do any, any type of production. Okay. Any type of video production we can do. Okay. Um, it's just two of us, but we have a crew of people that we can we can hire okay. if we have the budget to bring them in. Gotcha. You know? um, but we do it all. And do you guys travel to do stuff too? We travel if it's in the budget. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for myself. I'm no, no. Yeah, yeah. General public. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The travel. Um, do you guys take all your equipment? Like you take whatever you need to take. We take what you? we need to take. So yeah, okay. that's why we like to go scout the um, the venue we're going to be traveling to. And what's the um, what's the furthest place that you guys have traveled to do some work? To do some work. Um, he's, he's traveled mm-hmm. out the country. Cause he went to Paris. He went to Paris. This past, yeah. this past year. Where's the farthest you've traveled? Not, for, not for this work. I haven't traveled outside oh. of Oregon. Shoot. The first he, he's that strip club. That's where he traveled. Hey, exactly. <laughs> but I used to travel for work. I did a driving job where I delivered vehicles out of state. Oh, okay. So I drove all over the country. This is a brilliant idea. You know what we should do? Mm-hmm. You guys should host a, a Dirty Roses casting call at a strip club and let us host and Dirty maybe. Roses casting call. Not casting call, but like we gonna bring this couch. We should bring the, the couch. <laughs> no, before the couch. the show that y'all were doing with the strippers, we should have a casting call, and then we should be the host. First of all, because we already know the Leela Ree loves anything stripper related, male, female, it don't matter. She's trying to host them all. I'm trying not to be with her at any strip clubs ever because it never turns out well for me. Work out for you. It does not work out for her. I get my dress ruined. What does she What does she do to you? Yeah. She Dang. she allows shit to happen to me. Uh, yeah, yes, only as well. Only when I'm with her do fights break out, and we have to save people outside of the refectory that no longer exists. That was with her. Refectory was where it was at. Um, only with Leela Ree do I specifically wear a lay and say I don't want to be a part of this. That I then get wax poured on my dress. It's just like, it's just not, it, it never turns out well for me when I go out with her to strip. Club. I have been very clear that my toxic trait is I do things for entertainment purposes. Right. And I was, <laughs> so where I met him her out for her, with her disabilities, she, get you back. she gonna make sure that <laughs> I look a whole hot crazy mess. <laughs> you know, but uh, okay. So we only mentioned one of the podcasts that you guys have here. What other podcasts do you guys do here? So we have my show. Um, we have. Wait, you don't do your show here, do you? I do. I thought you had a set that was all his content off. set. Oh, that's just your content set. Yeah, at home, I'm starting doing some stuff at home. Oh, see, I wasn't trying to tell people that you was doing it out at your house. I, was, I thought, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, you have a studio. He posted. He said my at home content oh, studio content set or whatever yeah. he called it. Oh, yeah. Well, then yes. Yeah. So that's not your podcast show there. No. Okay. No. That's my podcast show is here. That's a a, a piece of it. I mean, it's right. still me. It's still the Thorn City Podcast guy. Okay. Um, but just creating content. Oh. Thorn City Podcast guy in the basement. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Like Big Tigger. Like Big Tigger in the basement. That's exactly what it reminds me of. Though. And I love it. I, especially this but I was like, I miss Big Tigger in the basement. I was like, now we got the Portland podcast dude all up in the basement. We should do a freestyle. 
I can't. I'm not actually good. I have to write it down. You have to write it down. Uh, yeah, I'm not actually a freestyler. Oh, gotcha. I'm more like poetic justice. <laughs> uh, what are the podcasts do you have here? <laughs> so we have my show. We have your guys, of course. Um, we have Elevate Him. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the Black Estate podcast. We have what did we talk about earlier? The pole position shows come in. Um, we have Healthy Roll Show. Tim James. We have um, the Pro Link podcast. We're trying to get Dante Savage back going again. Uh, Mercedes Second Chance. Uh, let's see. We got When Silence Speaks is another new podcast. Um, we're going to be launching here pretty soon, hopefully. Uh, welcome to the Jungle Conversations. What's that one about? Interracial dating? No, that's one of our guys. We got Jungle Fever. Remember Jelani? They're kind mm-hmm. of a variety Jelani. show to talk about. Yeah. Okay, I remember. Why I was just, I hear Jungle and I'm thinking oh, interracial right. relationships. Finances and relationships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get it. She said, welcome to the Jungle Fever. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it was called Run the Play. But right. um, they had to change their name. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. something I've heard before. Yeah, Run the Play. Run the Play, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had to change their name, yeah. So yeah, that's most of them. That's dope. And then, um, I don't know, like... Oh, uh, well, what's a little girl supposed to do? Oh, that right. The, it's um, called what now? What's a little girl supposed <laughs> what's to What's a little girl supposed to do? That's the, the women that come in and they talk about the... Um, the trauma experiences and things okay. like that. Yeah, and they're really nice ladies. I met them a few times in here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now I wasn't here for this, but I was able to see oh. pictures. You guys had like gathering. Yeah. We did have another. We had a gathering. Hopefully, I'm planning to do one on the first week. So I was doing them on the first of the month, but it doesn't mm-hmm. always fall on a good day. Right. So I'm going to be changing them to do it sometime in the first week of each month. Okay. Is when okay. I'll be doing them. Okay. Yeah. Um. And what is the purpose of those? What is what happens? It's just a network gathering. Um. Mm-hmm. To to network with other podcasters in in the city. Um. If or you didn't even have to be from the city because I think that day a couple guys were they traveling were through Portland. Yeah. And they, they, they had really a podcast. Nice. Yeah. And they were cool. Um. And so they came through. Yeah. And one of them hit me up and was like, the tickets were sold out. And he's like, man, I really want to come. I'm in town. Uh-huh. Like, man, come on. They follow us now. They. Yeah. They do. Shout so, out yeah, to them. That's what it's about networking yeah. and, and gathering with like-minded you people. You did your first episode as a live event kind of here in the studio, right? Like I you did. invited people here. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? Like people like, were they loud and making sounds? And- no, it was okay. It was only a few people. It was okay. on a Friday. I got a couple uh-huh. calls. Um, that's another, don't do it on Fridays. Oh, gotcha. So, <laughs> a lot of people have stuff going on on Fridays. So got just it. a few people. Nice. So, do you yeah. kind of do more like live recordings here in the studio? Mm-hmm. We would like to get into some more live recording. Yeah. Okay. We would. Yep. Okay. What is the difference between live? I mean, is live recording that it's live, like on streaming so live? The only difference would be there will be people. Was what we're doing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there will be people here watching. So we're, it's a live recording versus a live broadcast. Yeah. What's the benefit of that? Well, you get to have an audience. You have an audience of people. <laughs> so the benefit for us is to. To get people here to the office. <laughs> people here. That is people, it. People look you in the eye. But it was similar to it's when just, we did the the live recording out yeah. um, with the Lloyd Center. So the advantage is to connect mm-hmm. with your your audience of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. They get to so that they can listen level. to you live. Yeah. yeah see that. See the live. behind the scenes and all Meet that you. stuff. Okay. You know, there's crowd inter- interaction sometimes. Okay. Meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so you like, have you have the guests, or you saying you have your audience in the same space that they're recording or because no no it's just well you can it depends here it would you would have we would have to be recording that 
room uh-huh. and then people could we would have it streaming on on both TVs. So for those of you listening, they're in this space where they have their podcast studio. It is two studios in one plus a lobby area and a, and a two offices. So one of the studios is what you saw in our first season. If you watch it on YouTube, it's a round table. You got maybe like four people max can fit in there. They've got the cameras mounted on the wall. There's a glass that you can see, but they have a bigger space where they can record people in if you have more people or, you know, larger people that can't sit at that table or whatever this the situation is. And we're actually so, in that space. And right we now. are in that. We have redesigned their space. We've with reimagined it. <laughs> but the way that he is describing it is you would be in the small studio recording and then people would be outside watching you on TV screens that are mounted outside of that small studio. Yep. Or they could watch through the glass. Through the glass. Yeah. Just staring yeah. at you. <laughs> Just stare at you, yeah. <laughs> like Marvin, Marvin's open, open, open. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Okay. Interesting. So what have you found as your favorite? Um, I flew in the mic. Yeah, don't do that. I learned. Oh, oh Justin's going to hate me for this. Um, what is your favorite part about doing podcasting now that you have started your own podcast? Um, My favorite part is probably... Just meeting the, the the different guests and learning podcasting from a, a different side. Um, I'm actually learning how to do podcasting. So mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm literally doing everything. Um, I edit my, I actually edit my own audio. Um, mm-hmm. The thing I have Justin do for me is the actual, he records, we do a load, some drop-ins on my intro. Okay. Drop-ins on my intro and then he adds some um, transitions um, during my breaks. Um, but besides that, I do everything else. Um, so it's just, it's fun to learn mm-hmm. the actual podcasting versus just teaching someone how to podcasting, but actually being a mm-hmm. podcast host is it's a little different. Gotcha. Did you help it? You think it helps um, helps you be able to market what you guys do here as a company now that you have your own podcast? Yes, because it just gives me a different understanding. Yeah, of podcasting from a podcaster's perspective, gotcha. and some stuff you would only learn if you're actually a podcast host. Got it. Yeah. What would you say the difference between um, a podcast show and a talk show is? Is there any difference? Not really. It's pretty much the same thing. Um, a talk show, are you referring to something like you see on TV? Well, I mean, of course it's something you see on TV, but now mm-hmm. that things are streamed so much on YouTube, I remember when Lee and I first started this venture, I remember we got a question saying, well, what exactly is the difference between your podcast show and a talk show? Mm. And especially because we plan to not only have audio, mm-hmm. but also video. So, and they're like, well, if it's video, doesn't that make it a talk show? And we're like, well, no, it's still podcasting. Right. <laughs> so then well, it really. They're kind of right. Yes, in mm-hmm. a sense, because really, po- I look at it like this. Podcasting is basically the same thing as having a radio show. Mm-hmm. Right. It's audio. Mm-hmm. Now we do video. And so it kind of turns it into a show, mm-hmm. what they were saying. Yeah. You know, because there's a focus on video. Mm-hmm. But when you say podcasting, podcasting is just audio. Okay. You no. Know? So when you, what you guys are doing now, mm-hmm. it's more closer to a show than a podcast. But you can take your show and you turn it into a podcast. Right. That's why I see it. By dropping the video. Yeah. You no, know, you drop the video. You can take a show. Say you want to record a show mm-hmm. without doing a podcast, but you're recording a show. But you mm-hmm. take that audio from your show. And put it on a podcast platform. Now it's a podcast. Makes sense. But you see a lot of TV shows, especially on the, the sports shows, they're all they all have podcasts now. They just mm-hmm. take those the audio yeah. from that show and just put it on the podcast platform. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, I feel like in true Dirty Roses form, we should do some Spitfire questions okay. and they can answer some things. Ooh. 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 
Okay. Are you single? I am single. Go. Uh, <laughs> straight bringing that right there. That sound effect y'all made. Remember that. We going next season. We got to put it on the thing. That needs to be a sign. Because uh, I make a lot of sound effects. You do. Yeah. I do. Um. Okay. So just start remembering them. You are. Oh, I'll keep doing them. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop. Rock up the record. Okay. So you are single, and we already know your type is uh, you like international. Is, is that true or false? I don't discriminate. You don't discriminate. I don't discriminate. When was your last relationship? Relationship, like serious relationship, like yeah. committed? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been a few years. Are you looking for a relationship now? I converse. <laughs> If it turns into something, it turns into something. If it's the right vibe. Yeah. You know, I'm not into making it happen, but if it happens, it happens. I'm open to things happening. If you, if money was not an option or not a, not an issue, what would your dream date be? A dream date? Yeah. Um, Probably fly out the country somewhere. To Thailand, possibly? Not to Thailand. Get, get that old thing back? Bring someone back. No, that's not a, <laughs> that's not a romantic place. <laughs> it is. That's, is it really? Yeah. It depends Not on where you go. according to the 90-day fiance episode I saw with, with no make. It depends on where you go. No, yeah. it can be. It can be. Do you no, have well, kids? Well, that wouldn't be my choice. No, I don't have kids. Do you want kids? I if I'm not against having kids, but I don't want a baby mama. So, if I find someone to start a family with, then that that happens. But if I don't have a family, then I don't have kids. So, you want marriage? It doesn't have to necessarily be marriage, but a family. Remember the non-committed committee, yeah. right? Yeah. And if it turns into a marriage, then it does. Um, do you date intentionally right now in this period of your life with intention? No. So you're not just, right now looking for someone. You're dating for fun. Or are you just dating? Just well, right. Dating. But when you date, don't we date for a reason? If not, then you're not really looking for someone. Well, I'm not looking to, like I said, I'm not looking to make something happen. But if, if something happens out of something that started, then that's what happens. That's if that makes sense. Do you, um, <laughs> I can't wear. Do you, are you someone that would rather approach your your interests or would you rather be approached? Um. Well, just by nature, men approach. I'm. Don't know. It's I guess maybe a few times, but not not too often do you find women approaching men. Is it flattering though when they do? It can be. It's the right person. Okay. Best pickup line you've ever used. Best pickup line ever used. Yes. I don't have pickup line really. I just start conversation. Best conversation starter. Best conversation. Yeah, like what's your? I'm pretty simple. I'm I'm pretty simple. I just introduce myself and say hi, and we start talking. Hi, hi. I'm uh, Thorne to the podcast guy. <laughs> Ask about me. <laughs> Google, Google me. Google me. <laughs> yeah, Google me. There you go. <laughs> What's your biggest turn off? My biggest turn off? Yeah. Um, just bad energy. Bad vibes. I like good vibes, and I don't like bad vibes. <laughs> what gives you bad vibes? Um. It's a, I don't know if you can really explain that. Oh, how, what gives you bad vibes? What is something that somebody could do and you'd be like, nope, not not going there? Um, I don't like ratchetness, per se. Someone I'm dating prefer to stay away from the ratchet crowd. So that's so, my turn off, is so, ratchetness. 
if you're dating a girl, you don't want her twerking and um, at the red lights. No, negative. <laughs> you can twerk what about at the Walmart? In the privacy of Walmart. Oh, Walmart. she could twerk on me at home. Yeah. And then that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay, can you date a woman that has kids? I used to be totally against it, mm -hmm. but now I'm kind of, I've come around to. At your fine wine age, that's hard to come by. It's hard to come by, <laughs> yes. And Understood. my mom told me one thing um, that really stuck with me is you can learn a lot from a woman who has kids. Mm -hmm. um, so if she already has kids, you can learn a lot too if you want her to have kids with you. And it's interesting. We actually interviewed a guest the other day oh. um, that told us that he was only interested in women that had children. Mm. Daughter specifically. Daughter specifically. And that's oh. because he has a daughter and he wants to an example of how they would be mm -hmm. raising that being a co-parent to his mm -hmm. kid. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't even so much that you could be a mother. You had to specifically have a daughter. Oh, wow. And if you didn't yeah. have that, he was not interested in pursuing you. Yeah. Wow. We, well, yeah, I used yeah. to be totally against women with kids for sure, mm -hmm. but not so much anymore. Yeah. I've yeah. opened, I've opened up. Craziest place you've had sex. The bedroom with my vanilla ass. <laughs> at the foot of the bed. <laughs> Not in the bed. At the Bob end of wild night. In the park. Which park? Oh, I don't remember. Ooh. How many parks has it been? <laughs> Just one. She said one. I had to think about it. <laughs> so because, because so here's the thing. Well, what we what we realized before we started shooting this episode is that we actually won't know what's true and what's false That's because bad. if he's not comfortable answering something with reality, he's gonna make it up. It's been truthful. So no, we can't believe that. So what I'm gonna to. what I'm gonna say is that Pee <laughs> doesn't know. No, this is what it is. He's actually been humping in all the parks, oh. and his favorite park is Woodlawn. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't tell you, but I know the real. <laughs> we know we gonna make. We're good for making up stories. Right, we are. We're gonna we just gonna create this narrative for you so ladies if you may or may not have kids and you trying to hump an introvert take his ass to woodlong because that's what he well, likes. I was in my younger days so i'm not doing any parks no more <laughs> well you know what he likes <laughs> you gotta have good vibes <laughs> you gotta have because he doesn't like bad vibes <laughs> and no being ratchet and no having sex in the park <laughs> <laughs> don't be ratchet while we have sex. you be conservative as fuck in the park please please maybe bring some white Wipes. <laughs> because if you got keep kids, clean. you gotta keep, you gotta keep, keep it clean. <laughs> keep it clean. Oh my god! <laughs> this is amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we are able to pull out of him. Cause you gotta pull it. I'm not a volunteer. Well, you don't have to. I'm not a make it up. Information. <laughs> what all do you like being pulled? <laughs> I'll save that. Okay. So he likes getting a <laughs> This whole show has turned, taking a turn. You won't give us an answer, I will. <laughs> what is the most annoying thing that your, uh, that your business partner does? Annoying? Mm-hmm. You're going to get in the smell of fire. Nothing at all? You can't oh, hey, let's make no. some stuff. So. No. <laughs> plain. No. Um, okay, so if people would like to find you and start a podcast or yank and spank in the park, mm -hmm. how can they reach no you? More yanking and spanking in the park. Those are my younger days. <laughs> He's like, I need to clarify this before, again. I, before I give you my contact. <laughs> don't contact me for that. So you can find me on Instagram, Thorn City Podcast Guy or Thorn City Syndicate. Um, 
uh, GMP podcast group. I run that page as well. Um, and then I'm at www.thorncitysyndicate.com. And you can also reach me through the www.gmppodcastgroup.com. Now, what does GMP stand for? Scattus Motion Productions. Ah, I should know that. It's on the invoice. Good job. I always thought it said for good morning, people. <laughs> good morning, good morning, people. I didn't have to like, good morning, people. That part. And then if they need to reach your business partner, they just contact you, correct? Yeah, you kind of got to go. <laughs> because you won't respond. You won't respond, no. <laughs> you trying to be just a... Don't. Just don't worry about it. But you, you can reach out to GMP Podcast Group okay. and get to them. Okay. Yeah, to get and told. Nick B. Yeah, y'all know where you can find me. Ew, I'll be on. Uh, <laughs> I'll be on social media. You can get me on any Dirty Roses podcast platform. Or <laughs> stop it. Or is it because I said ew? <laughs> Another soundbite. Um, of course, uh, DirtyRosesPodcast.com, and you can find me specifically on Instagram at Nick B underscore Nick B, and that's Nick with a K. And Miss Lelary, where can we find you? Oh, I want to make a sound effect too. <laughs> no, you all can find me at on all social media. I, I won't be in the park, but all social media. Um, Lilarie, L-E-I-G-H-L-A-R-I-E. And of course, like Nick B said, on all of our Dirty Roses podcast, social media and dirtyrosespodcast.com, you can catch this episode and all the other ones. Um, catch up on season one and two and leave us a voicemail and tell us, what you know about Thorn City Podcast Guy, because I'm sure there's somebody out there in Portland that wants to make up stories like I do. They do. It's fun. We should do a whole follow-up show about stories that people... That are not true. That are not true. We can call it Two Lies and uh, No Truths. Untruths. <laughs> the untruths. We will catch y'all next time. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Guess what, Rose Buddies? We are thrilled to introduce our new sponsorship packages. Be sure to hit us up at DirtyRosesPodcast.com to inquire how we can showcase your brand on our platforms.